Hello, this is J.Pearson. Uh, I just want to apologize re- really quickly about not posting an episode for the past couple of weeks. Um, there's been some technical issues and some other issues. Um, starting from here on out, we will have longer and also um, just better quality episodes. I apologize for that, and we will be more consistent in the future. Thank you. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the PTF podcast, The Jump Net. How's everybody doing today? I'm here with uh, our very own J. Phillips. He is the squad leader for Second Platoon Second Squad, um, and he is from the Canadian Army, um, and he's here to tell us a little bit about what it's like to be in the PTF versus the Canadian Army. Um, this is the fourth episode of the podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it so far. Um, please remember to rate the podcast five stars on all platforms. Uh, we are on Spotify and Apple Music. Um, and make sure you leave a uh, review on Apple Music. Um, I have a few questions for Phillips, but number one is what is what do you feel like the biggest difference is between right now, like with the PTF and you know, real life military experience. Like what do you think is the main difference between the two to where um, it's, there obviously is a spot where it's different than real life. Cause that's just how it has to be. It's still a video game at the end of the day. There's limitations. Um, but would you say that it is at all similar to real life? Uh, yeah, I mean, I could say it's it has definitely has a lot of similarities, and there's definitely a lot of striking differences. Um, honestly, like tactically, like it it the way the PTF plays versus real life, like some things uh, translate, some things don't. Um, PTF, I find like it's always. Uh, operations and stuff that we run on a Sunday night uh, tend to be very grand in scale to how an actual operation would run, uh, which is not a bad thing because, I mean, it's all about gameplay balance and stuff like that. Uh, No one wants to, you know, stand in the tree line for eight hours and call it an operation, right? Um, And that's kind of like one of the striking differences. Um, But I think the PTF in my months now yeah seven months here has done a really good job of uh of emulating or simulating if you want a lot of different processes that we use uh day-to-day uh both i'm sure in the canadian armed forces and uh in you know whatever american branch especially the marine corps branch that we're in you kind of you're starting to cut out a little bit there what's the uh, last few things you said Oh, I was just saying, like I said, it, well, I was, yeah, that was just pretty much it. You know, it, it, it does a very good job of simulating, um, the Marine Corps branch, but there are a lot of differences, uh, between, you know, doctrinally what the Canadian Armed Forces does, and I'm sure what the Marine Corps do, vice what we do, but it's really hard to kind of, you know, uh, simulate it all piece for piece. I mean, it is a video game, right? You got to kind of keep yeah. that in mind. And what would you say we do good to kind of simulate it? Um, because, like you said, we we can't get it 100% perfect just because that would be boring no. to uh, end up doing. You know, the yeah. real military is not all getting into a massive firefight and, you know, it's over in two hours. You know, like it's 
is is a much longer winded process that has a lot more that's going on behind it. Um, but what would you say that we do good um, at simulating the real military aspect? Uh, I would say tactically, we we do a very good job uh, in how sub elements would maneuver around the battle space. Uh, you know, at the squad level and at the platoon level, it's fairly accurate. Um, squads and platoons are up here in Canada, you know, platoons and sections, uh, like one section would hold or one section would overwatch or one section would provide a, a heavy weapons team versus, uh, another section moving on an objective or, you know, uh, attacking objectives from multiple angles at the same time. Like that's something that, uh, is done. Um, planning. A planning process that uh, the PTF tries to encapsulate uh, between all the sections or all the squads and fire teams is is somewhat accurate to how we would go through a planning process. Um, there's some differences and there's some things that uh, uh, the uh, real life military and how we actually plan stuff it, it, it it's slightly different, but. And once again, it's a video game. Yeah. So, you know, I don't want to go through a 16 hour planning cycle uh, to do a Sunday operation, right? Like I would Definitely. on the daily at work. So, <laughs> and I mean, um, we do put a lot of effort into, into our operations. Um, over at S3, they're the ones who plan it. Um, they're our Zeus's and they do a fantastic job of making sure that we're, we have a lot to do. <laughs> um, no, and that's just it, right? Yeah. Like it, yeah. it, you know, uh, since becoming a squad leader, uh, I've, I've sat in on a couple of the the planning, uh, well, the planning events, if you will, on on Friday evenings or whatnot. And like, albeit only taking about a half hour, um, an hour at most, to kind of plan how we're going to do it. Um, it's fairly accurate. Where it's kind of, it's fairly accurate, but in some ways, it's 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 not. But that's once again, it, you know. Video games, video game, you know, for us at work, um, normally your broad stroke objectives are, are pushed by by higher. And then as it kind of filters down, um, it's kind of up to the individual team leads and individual squad leads to kind of draft their own plan. And, and that's fairly accurate to, to some extent, right? So, yeah. I mean, would you say that, would you say that the sort of I, I kind of lost my train of thought there for a second. I apologize. Um, oh, okay. So when it comes to like the operations and stuff, um, so you said that you find it, you know, tactically viable, but um, I'm sorry. I'm having an off day. <laughs> oh, good, man. Um, it's all good. Yeah. I mean, um, <laughs> tactically viable but uh not accurate is that where you're going with that yeah 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 uh and i'm guessing the follow-on would be how so Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um so like i i would say uh on a i guess some background to the context like uh i joined the canadian armed forces in 2004 uh couple deployments etc uh and I'm at that level in my career now where I'm involved in, in planning uh, heavily. Um, and like a lot of 
large scale operations, um, like an AO that we would cover in Arma, uh, that would be like a three or four day or week long operation uh, in real life that would involve more than just two platoons. Uh, combined arms warfare, like that would be generally like a battle group sized objective with an infantry company vice, you know, uh, two platoons and you'd have an, an armored squadron and, you know, engineers and fast air and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So fast air and, and not that we don't have it when I mean, we have it with mag 36, but like it would just be, you know, given the AO and given the objective, it would just be on a much, much grander scale. Um, those are kind of the named operations that you uh, you hear about, you know, uh, Operation Anaconda or Op Anaconda, Op Medusa in Afghanistan, yeah. uh, Op Athena. Like, those were the, you know, month-long pushes into, into mountainous terrain that took, you know, thousands of people um, to cover the kind of AO that we would not not maybe maybe they're a little bit grander in scope uh than what we cover on a sunday night but in the same token like while the numbers of the ptf ptf are very healthy uh running two platoons uh you'd have to probably want to be running two full companies to simulate that and that's just it's not feasible given uh just given you know the limitations on servers and stuff like that right for sure and yeah um i'm gonna branch a little bit away from what we've been talking about but uh i want to know about your kind of story with the ptf how you ended up deciding to uh, join the ptf how you decided that um you'd like to do this on top of actual military (laughs) yeah that was uh that was the the debate when i joined in january um so i guess you know background like i grew up uh playing a lot of uh tactical shooters um going back to like the original like the original rainbow six days or the original uh operation flashpoint days which was like the arma predecessor yeah. um and then as years went on and computers got more expensive and i was a poor you know poor private and corporal or college student whatever i was at the time i never had a computer so i ended up playing a lot of uh uh, console gaming and like most people you know the call of duties and the the battlefields etc 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 um i got back into pc gaming probably about two years ago played a lot of tarkov really got back into the milsim genre or at least the uh the tactical shooter genre um deployed last year uh picked up arma on sale uh screwed around with it for a couple days while deployed just to, you know, like when you're away, you just do anything to try to kill a couple hours. Yeah. Um, never re- really got into Irma because at the time, well, you know, I never really thought of joining a clan or joining a, a collective group. Uh, one of my, well, actually one of the, the mass corporals that work for me, um, and Kali, he uh, started playing with the PTF, I think, in probably the December time frame. And uh, he started kind of pinging me about it, and like, hey, you know, you should join this group. And I'll, I'll be honest, like, I was a little apprehensive at first. You know, you kind of 
there's an interview process and there's a, a recruiting process and then there's a, a basic training you have to do and you're kind of like okay like this like what am i getting myself into yeah. uh but he kind of coaxed me along and got me into it and then by extension got uh old brad king in as well and uh the three of us who worked together kind of ended up uh involved in the ptf and and i enjoyed the milsim aspect of it from day one i always like i said i've always enjoyed milsim tactical shooters but um it kind of i enjoyed it from a structure perspective Uh, a lot of times you know uh gaming with people it's always a pain in the ass to try to like coordinate any kind of multiplayer effort you know hey you know do you want to play this do you want to play that and you you waste an hour and a half trying to figure out what everyone wants to play um but the one thing i enjoyed about the ptf is i know when I log on on at you know seven thirty on a Sunday night, there'll be forty or fifty other people there for sure uh, every week, right? Yeah. So that's kind of what's kept me around and uh, and just kind of enjoying the ops. Like they're fun. Uh, and it's not even it's not even just the uh, the scenario of the op half the time that makes it fun. It's the fact of. The stories and the moments that you kind of have collectively as a squad or as a platoon that you're, I mean, there's there's stuff that's happened in ops three, four months ago that like, you know, uh, I'll never forget because of how, you know, how hard we all collectively laughed in one, two at the time or, or the mini ops that you kind of partake in uh, where everyone will just kind of throw it up in the discord. Like, Hey, you know, we're going to run a mini op on the Tuesday night. You're like, yeah, you know. I, I could use a, a laugh and you kind of jump on and, and have a time, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. And I, I agree with you there. I mean, the one thing that's constantly kept me coming back is just that I know that there's going to be a ton of guys there. When I uh, log on, we can just kind of mess around, have some fun. Yeah. Uh, you know, just play a little bit of armor. Yeah. Um, now, what's your favorite memory of the PTF? Oh, geez. Um... <laughs> The first Raj Plateau? Uh, the first time Brad dropped a Raj Plateau, uh, I I think I laughed for a good... And for those that don't know, it was... Uh, uh, he essentially drafted a, a scale from a soft Raj to a hard Raj, and somewhere in between, <laughs> it kind of plateaued out, which was whenever Mag-36 crashed a helicopter. Yeah. Um, so we all kind of laughingly joked about it, and then I think the very next op, it kind of happened twice. Uh whatever it was, one of the, you know, an Arma glitch or whatever, and poor old Mag, you know, bounced a helicopter a little too hard. and Somebody crashed, or, uh, like, their PC crashed, or whatever. Whatever it was, right? A, yeah, the a disconnect, you know, and then careening right. into the ground, and, and everyone in one, two at the time started chanting Raj Plateau, Raj Plateau, <laughs> and uh, I'm sure Taylor might have the clip somewhere, but, like, yeah, like, that's 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 up there um and honestly some of the mini ops like i just remember doing some of like uh uh one of the members there harris one of our corpsmen used to run mini ops on 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 his server uh with a lot of the ptf crowd and like some of those mini ops just with the backstories and stuff he he'd able to draft really quickly um they were just fun um at the time you know and especially like when i first joined as a 
as a recruit and as a private, and you kind of get some of the people that have been here a while, uh, the Moyers and the, the Ferreras and stuff that have been kicking around a bit and kind of just running ops with them and, and seeing the, the way they kind of took that, um, you know, that, um, that's what I'm looking for, the tactical shooter or the, um, the Milsim aspect of it to another level and some of the mini ops uh, have definitely stuck in my mind. Um, but yeah, in terms of PTF ones, like there's there's too many to too many to really go through. I could be here for an hour telling you all the the funny stories over the last six seven months. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, when it comes to the PTF, there's no shortage of memories. You know, um, probably my favorite memory. I gotta think about this one. It's not easy, right? Yeah, to try to come up with I just got, one. <laughs> I gotta think about one that won't get me and JP. Ah, uh, oh, what odds send it? <laughs> last stop man <laughs> yeah there was a there was a good moment last stop that i i wasn't there to partake in and i won't discuss just to, to make sure you don't lose a rank but uh yeah, i heard about anything. it after i heard about it after the fact and it, like you know once again it's one of those funny moments but yeah 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 well um yeah i can't really talk about that one can i <laughs> morris has a clip of it it's fine yeah that's um, it, right yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I can't really talk about my favorite memory. Um, but another question is, um, where would you like to see the unit in a year? I mean, just personally, Ooh. from your own standpoint, what is your thoughts on where we should be in a year? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I would say in a year to start, I'd almost like to see us bringing in a third platoon. Uh, not to say, like, I listen, uh, second platoon's only just kicked off, um, and it's got some growing to do. And that, you know, that I'm not concerned about that. I think that'll that'll happen with time. Um, but I think we could get to a third platoon, provided servers could handle it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, I think that would be very interesting. I'd like, I, I don't know the full details of, um, armored reconnaissance that they had had here they they were using i think labs uh, at the time when i got here in january uh and doing some and that's very hard to implement uh yeah they can be so not overpowered but they can be such a um unbalanced uh as we call it at work a force multiplier um that like uh yeah like you to see uh to see a lav uh <laughs> or, or three of them roll across the battle space and lay waste uh, to, to everything can kind of, but I think it could be a very interesting thing to bring in if it was balanced well. Um, sure. Growth of Mag 36 would be another, another one. Um, and the growth of like some of the supporting arms. Uh, we have JTACs, we have, uh, um, SSOs and stuff, or SDOs, um, drone operators, I can't remember, SSOs, I guess. Um, But to watch the JTACs grow, to maybe introduce uh, foos and facts from mortars, um, maybe to introduce like a a reconnaissance element, like there's so many different ways the PTF could go in a year, and and maybe this is more than a year. Um, Yeah. I think if if we keep getting 
the numbers and it keeps growing, which I don't see why it wouldn't. Um, those are kind of things that we could we could look at or or the leadership could look at down the road. And I think the biggest one is Arma Four. Whenever that officially drops, um, yeah. now I'm sure there'll be a, a slow transition in as as modding has to catch up. But um, I think Arma Four will be a great platform uh, for the PTF going forward. Nice new shiny engine and stuff would be great. Well, I'd like to kind of continue on that. I've already asked you uh, where you want to see in a year. Ultimately, where do you think that it would end up in its best state? Um, what what do you, what would you like to see out of the PTF in total <clears throat> over its entire existence? Well, I mean, uh, and sorry, I'm just kind of half choking on my beer. Um, <laughs> um, I don't really know, like. I mean, really, like, <laughs> the sky's the limit, right? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess the <sighs> question would be to ask, what do you want to see added? Uh, well, yeah, that's kind of like, well, like what I said. Um, a third platoon. Um, you know, you could possibly add, like I said, uh, uh, more mortars. Not that you need to, but, like, you know, we have our heavy weapons debt. You could probably dedicate a full platoon to just as a support platoon. Not in the sense of like, you know, doing logistics runs to and fro, but in the sense of, you know, uh, maybe there's an engineer uh, squad in there that, that can deal with minefields or um, breaching stuff or, and not even like, not low level door kicking, but like, you know, like, blowing holes and fucking walls and stuff or you know you could add like you know maybe an entire dedicated mortar squad so when you know if you got to call a fire for effect you're 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 getting a lot of a lot of foreheads on foreheads as they say at work um you know uh you know that that's the kind of like really the sky's the limit as to where the ptf wants to go as long as it keeps growing which I firmly believe it will, or uh, as long as they keep producing armas, um, I can see it continuing and, and evolving um, wherever we really want it to go. So, sure. yeah. Uh, and I have I have one last uh, question for you, and this is just kind of to cap it off. If you had one sentence to get somebody to see what like the PTF is all about, if you had to convince one of your friends to join the PTF in one sentence, what would that sentence be? Um, I'm trying to think of a work-related one to throw at it, but uh, <laughs> <clears throat> just take the dive, uh, dip your toe in, uh, and you'll probably, you know, sacrifice a leg real quick. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, like I said before, I, I was hesitant at first and it's a lot you know as as somebody who has almost 19 years now in the calf um doing a basic and i understand why we do it but doing a basic in the ptf was kind of like what what why the fuck am i doing this uh you know know, uh do it sitting down doing an hour-long interview well it wasn't even an hour i guess it was probably about a half hour long interview and stuff uh when I was getting recruited in, it was kind of like, a, you know, like, why am I putting myself through the hassle? Um, yeah. 
hindsight being 2020, like totally worth it. I've totally enjoyed and will enjoy my time in the PTF. Uh, it was just kind of, you know, it, and there's reasons is there, you know, not everyone knows the military, not everyone plays Arma, not everyone, you know, like you kind of, you know, you run a basic to bring people up to that level. So they're not wandering aimlessly, like certain unmentioned people in this podcast may have done in the past, <laughs> um, around the battle space. Um, but in the same token, uh, and I was guilty of it too, uh, but the same token, uh, yeah, just take the dip, take the plunge, uh, and like, you know, if it's for you, like, you know, the world's your oyster, you can stick around for however long you, you want to. And if it's not for you, like, and I see it all the time, like not that I see it all the time, but you know, people, people leave people, you know, life comes up. Oh, I might very well <clears throat> deploy next year for a year. So I might, you know, be gone for a year and then come back when I get back. And that, those kind of things happen. But um, at the end of the day, like, yeah, I would, I would tell someone to dive on in and, and go to the world if you want to you know, do Milsim. There's only oh. one way to know that you like it. What do you got to lose? All right, thank you so much for uh, coming here today, Phillips, uh, and having an interview. Uh, thank you so much for watching or listening to the listeners. I was saying, um, can't watch. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much, and uh, have a great day. Don't forget to rate us five stars. Uh, make sure that you review the podcast and tell me what you think. Uh, if you want to join the Paramarine Task Force, you need to go to paramarines.com, uh, make an account. Then you need to submit an application and join the discord uh one of us recruiters will go ahead and hop on and put you through the whole process and you can join the ptf thank you so much for uh, listening this has been j.pearson and j.phillips with the jump net podcast